babies. I am not a crook. Welcome to the Mind Sports Show, where we talk all things New England sports, latest and the greatest, uh, with myself, uh, PC Principal Mitch, and uh, Dark Side of the Fupa. Uh, today, we'll be talking about the Patriots. 53-man roster has been set. What a Yuck. doozy that fucking thing is. Uh, Gallinari out. Carmelo in. Fuck you, Bill. Woo. Fuck you, Bill. Uh, we haven't touched on the Red Sox, deservingly so in uh, many weeks, but their embarrassing finish to the season can't end soon enough, and uh, their off-season requirements are piling up. It's a uh, lengthy list the size of... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, everything. Yeah. Pretty much. It's it's like when you show up uh, at, at a fast food restaurant and they w- say, what would you like from the menu? You say, see that 12, 12 items you have up there? I'll take all of those, please. I will take all of those. Have you Diet ever- Coke, though. I'm watching my figure. Yeah, of course. When um, I don't remember the year it was popular, but like at one point in time, getting everything off the dollar menu from from McDonald's and trying to eat it mm-hmm. was a was a thing. Did you ever do that? No, but when Wendy's had the five or five meal, that was heaven. <laughs> okay. I did. I did do the dollar menu uh, thing at one did point. You? Time. Yeah. College. It was probably college. It was probably drunk college because I don't remember how it ended. So, yeah, probably college. <laughs> Although being drunk and not remembering. <laughs> Last Thursday? Not, yeah, it's not totally uh, yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago. Uh, we also, Serena Williams, we mentioned uh, in the cold open, her uh, evolution slash retirement is going on right now as we speak. We record this Wednesday night. She's probably going to lose to, I think, the number two rank. But, you know, one of the greatest athletes of our time, uh, even though she is a woman. Um, so, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll give her a little a little play and uh, we'll <laughs> do Simplest Minds of the Week, which, you know, we could throw me on that list if we want oh, to. Oh, no, 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 no. I have, my wife I just texted, might want to make it a short show. So welcome to the Simple Minds Sports show, show, Friday Rewind. September 2nd. Oh, happy birthday, Lena. Boom. Happy birthday, Fupa. Happy birthday, Lena. Happy birthday, Fupa. Welcome to the world. Please hold. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. If you're watching on iTunes or Spotify, we are the number one uh, show rated on iHeart and the self-proclaimed number one uh, New England sports show on iTunes. That's all great. Thanks for listening. Tell your mothers. The Patriots 53-man roster. Raymond, surprise cuts. I'll give you some names. You tell me um, if any of these were a surprise. I'll just list them off. Uh, Surprises might come towards the end. Although, right off the bat, Terrence Mitchell, their prized free agent in the offseason, the one-time Texans cornerback, uh, defensive back, was cut. Um, and landed on the practice squad. Lil Jordan Humphrey had everyone uh, <laughs> had everyone jumping up and down for him. JJ Taylor, Trey Nixon, Devin Asiasi. Over. It's over. Your boy Keen's uh, gone too. Oh, yeah. As soon as what he gets a, healthy, see ya. What a tough third round for old Billy B there, huh? Tough draft. Tough draft, that Asiasi draft. Uh, LeBron Ray, who was getting some play as a defensive lineman early in camp. Kevin Harris, the rookie running back, who you thought might have had a sniff. Mm. You were willing Bill. to trade Damian Harris for uh, Kevin Harris, and he got well, cut. Well, everyone, Bill always carries five running backs. It's a very short depth chart now in the running back position, so I was a little shocked to see both J.J. Taylor and Kevin Harris get cut. 
Interesting. Harvey Lange, uh, who is a seems like a coach's favorite, got cut. Uh, James Ferentz, a longtime offensive lineman for mm. the Patriots. That was a little bit of a surprise. We'll check out what the O-line depth looks like now. Cam McGrone, the great Cam McGrone. I think we should start calling him the great Cam McGrone. Um, the former great Cam McGrone. The great Cam McGrone, who is supposed to be an impact player on the uh, second level this year for the defense. Bye-bye. And Justin Bethel, defensive back. <sighs> Seems to be everyone's cumulative biggest surprise that was cut. I didn't hear a lot of his name being said in the uh, in the training. I mean, he, case, was, so. he was in the second string. I mean, he had got a lot of playing time with the uh, backups. But other than that, I wasn't very surprised by that. Uh, anybody else on that list that I, that I told you about that we just mentioned? No, I just – well, Trey Nixon, I thought he was going to be the great white hope at slot, you know, but obviously I was wrong again. Too many too many mediocre wideouts. We talked about this before, even with Taylor uh, – with – um um. The rookie, oh, Taekwon Thornton uh, going down. Yeah, you know, there's just too many bodies at that position, and they're all kind of the same level of skill. So, yeah, too bad for Great White Hope Trey, uh, who's by the way is so skinny, he's like he looks awkward in pads. He looks like a like an actual pee wee football player. No, no shit. Shoulder pads look like they don't fit him because he's very so he's, so he's a pussy. He doesn't want to wear the. Uh, know how they can get like smaller, like less yeah. pads. He's a pussy. That's why he got cut. Yeah, never was going to make it. Uh, let's look at this quarterback, or I'm sorry, the uh, Patriots depth chart. We'll start on offense. Mac Jones, no surprise there. Second string slotted at Brian Hoyer. Third string, Bailey Zappi. Why is Bailey Zappi on, on the roster? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like it's a competition for Mac Jones because there's big uh, talk about Bailey Zappi coming out of college. But Oh, I, yeah. Did you watch him in the preseason? Not much yeah, competition like, there. Well, Mac didn't look great in the preseason either, so. <laughs> yeah, he looks better than <laughs> Bailey fucking Zappy. The dude can't uh, even throw the ball. He looks like a pipsqueak out there. Uh, the reason you carry a rookie or a, a, on a rookie contract as a backup quarterback is because it's cheap. But you're pray, playing, paying Brian Hoyer a couple million bucks to be a coach slash quarterback coach slash backup. Co- coach, mostly coach. Brian Zappy's never going to see the fucking field this year. This is another Jared Stidham situation with Cam Newton. It's a wasted uh, roster spot. I hate the b- fact Bailey Zappy. Is on the roster. Yeah. Not that yeah. it matters that much, but uh running back, the short uh depth chart running back for you. Damian Harris gets the nod at starter. Ramondre Ramadamadong Dong Stevenson uh coming to second. Ty Montgomery thought he was gonna be hurt after that last preseason. Looks like he's coming back. And um strong contention for third down back rookie Pierre Strong Jr. Any thoughts there running back? No, I like all of it. I mean, I think it's gonna be a split between Damian Harris and Ramadamading Dong Stevenson. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of time before Harris gets hurt. Dude always gets hurt. Runs straight up. We've been saying it since he was a rookie. He's just going to get hurt. No, probably not. It's going to be the year for Stevenson. No No, one cares about your fantasy team. Uh, Wide receivers, your slotted uh, slotted starters. Look at this. What ESPN has here: Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, and Kendrick Bourne. That's a little bit of a, a. well, I guess the guys that they kept, you got Nelson Aguilar um, on the roster, Matthew Slater, Tyquan Who Thornton never plays Stoker. wide receiver. No, nope. and Christian Wilkerson, who was out. So basically they kept Parker, Myers, Bourne, and Aguilar. They have four wide receivers. And there was talk about today on, uh, I was listening to 95, they are talking about Bourne's getting a lot of trade talk, whether that Bill's going to pull Well, the there's a lot of interest not. in him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they said uh, not a lot of reciprocal interest from the Patriots. Well, where the fuck's he been all preseason? You don't see him with the ones, but yet he's a starter. 
better show up now because we only have right. four of these guys. So you keep four wide receivers, basically. No. Tyquan Thornton and Kendrick Wilkerson, they're out. Christian Wilkerson are out. So maybe Matthew Slater will line up at wide receiver. Well, why couldn't Tra- why couldn't Great White Hope get a slot there? Tra- uh, like drop Bailey Zappi and put Trey Nixon in the slot. I think they're trying to hope that a lot of these guys come back on the practice squads too. Well, they all did except for Asiasi. He's the only guy that got claimed. Oh, they all did. Okay. Yeah, every I know Asiasi, but Bengals claimed him, but I didn't know anyone else. Every single one of them uh, ended up back in the practice squad today. Um, tight end, you have two tight ends. That's on the crazy. Roster. And Hunter Henry's hurt. Hunter Henry and John Smith. What like? What are they running? Like, what kind of offense are we about to see here? A shit show. A very big shit show. Let's go ahead and look at the... <laughs> By the way, this is the first time I'm looking at this depth chart. Here's the here's the offensive line depth chart. Trent Brown, left tackle. Justin Haran. 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 Yannick Juiced uh, at left tackle. Isaiah Wynn at right tackle. And then something called Andrew Stuba. Who but has a big red out. O? He's out next to him. Yeah, he's out. Here's your other starters are uh, not a surprise. Cole Strange at left guard, David Andrews at center, right guard at Mike Owino. The only other depth they have at offensive line is something else called Chasen Hines. There's nobody on the depth chart backing up Strange or Andrews. They've got three backup offensive linemen. Yeah, that's crazy. Holy shit! No four. One, two, three, four. Andrew Stuba is out. Oh, sorry. Good point. He has an O. I forgot the red O. Big red O. Like it, Irene's it, on a Bill, Bill is fucking taking some dice in his hand and just fucking blowing on him and hoping the fucking 7 or 11 come up because it, this is not good. I'm, I'm, um, I'm really surprised at the lack of wide receiver depth lack of tight end depth and lack of offensive line depth. So they must just really love or skinny oh. Ray had a skinny Ray probably had a lot of say in this. And he's like, Hey, I got you. If this is skinny Ray, Matt Patricia's doing, which it seems like it does it's so fucked up. It's got his yeah. fingerprints all over it. That like, you can wow. see the red Cheeto dust all over this. It's blown in the wind. Uh-huh. Like what an absolute shit show. Our entire future of Patriots fans is about to be. If Matt Patricia is the guy. Okay. Let's move the defense, which Bill Belichick said the the strongest position in the history of him coaching was at safety this year, basically is what he alluded the shittiest to. Shittiest position on defense. All right, so go ahead. I guess that's why they didn't keep anybody on offense. Let's go with uh left defensive end as it's listed. Dietrich wise, uh, Henry Anderson backing him up, who again is on IR. Mm-hmm. Nose tackled, $20 million Devin Godchow. I guess backed up by Christian Barmar. They just refused to give that, that guy the starter nod. Fuck he, must get, he must get more money bonuses if he's a starter. Yeah. Uh, Carl Davis Jr., he's been a kind of a steadfast depth guy for them for a couple of years. And uh, Daniel Ukulele, who we've seen a couple of times. He's suspended, I imagine, for drugs. Um, yeah, he's, let's call it cocaine. Cocaine. He did, he did cocaine. Yeah, ukulele guys love cocaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawrence Guy rounds out the front seven um, up up front on the uh, on the line. Matthew Judon um, left outside linebacker, backed up by Anthony Jennings, who had a good camp. Juwan Bentley uh, inside linebacker. Mac Wilson inside linebacker. Josh Uche. So you're starting there in, in the second level. Matt Judon. Jawan Bentley, Mac Wilson, Josh Uche. Your uh, depth there is Anthony Jennings, Raekwon McMillan, Jahani Tavai, who 
<laughs> no I love reason. your pronunciation tonight. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's freaking good. Thanks. And Demarcus Mitchell, never heard of him. Never heard of him, Demarcus Mitchell. So you're keeping you're keeping you're keeping eight linebackers on the staff right there. Uh, cornerbacks, this should be good. Uh, starting cornerbacks are Jalen Mills and Jonathan Jones. Yuck and yuck. Fucking fuck. Backed up by Sean Wade and Marcus Jones. Yuck and yuck. Backed up by rookie Jack Jones and your favorite, Miles Bryant. Fuck Miles Bryant. Jack Jones, I'm excited to see. I, I like to see that this guy get some playing time. Jack Jones is an asshole by all accounts. He's yep, and I am all about assholes. Wait, and, he, that's and here's the greatest position group in the NFL at safety, says uh, Bill Belichick. Kyle Duggar, Devin McCourty, rounded out by Jabril Peppers, Adrian Phillips, Joshua Bledsoe, who they're shoving down our ass, and yeah. Cody Davis, special teamer, Brendan Schooler, special teamer. So you kept, so you're one, two, three, four guys deep at nose tackle, four guys deep at cornerback and safe and four, five, six, seven guys deep at safety. You, they just stack the defense with bodies and, um, and the I offense think, continues think, to be just put in the shitter to see what happens. I see Jabril Peppers and Adrian Phillips playing weird positions, like coming up at the linebacker position almost this year, just to help out. Cause obviously totally. that was, so I, I, you're going to see experiments on the defensive side. I see these guys being these uh, hybrid players that are going to line up anywhere and everywhere on the line. So that's going to be something cool to watch on the defensive side. Cause the offense is going to be shit. Well, they better cause they kind of suck. Um, well, I don't know. I was going to do something with Tommy Curran talking about patience. If it, I was going to play the clip, but we didn't have time. So Tommy Curran talked about uh, Bill Belichick trying to, uh, uh, Spell the fans, his team, the players, his coaches, his ownership, his bosses, that it's time to have patience, which is bullshit. I laid it out for you in the text chain. It's classic motivation. Bill Belichick's been doing it for 20 plus years. When he has good players and good teams, he shits all over them to their face in the media, wherever he can build, break, build. When he has shitty teams, he builds them up. When he has shitty players that he needs to be good, he builds them up. Bill Belichick has been doing nothing but building this team up for feels like two years, three years, ever since Brady left, which is a bad sign. It tells you that there's not enough good players that he can shit on. And that's what this quote unquote patience is. You got to give these guys time because oh, uh, they suck. And they're all soft. This year's generation, you know, they're just soft ass pussies and they can't get, if you yell at someone, they're going to cry and their feelings are hurt and their morale goes down. So that's that's what he's probably dealing with. And he's 70 years old. He doesn't know how to deal with that bullshit. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like the players and the younger players have been soft for a while now. Look at Brady. <laughs> he's old. Yeah. No, I just maybe. I But I think it has more to do with the lack of talent and the lack of execution and the way that he set up this team. They're, they're not in a good place. And he yeah. knows it, so he can't lose them. He can't shit on them and try and motivate them that way. He's got to pump them up, and uh, he needs everybody to be patient so he can try and get them to that level. Okay, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. <clears throat> the Patriots finished off the preseason with a 23-6 loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. Mac Jones went 9-13 for 13 with 71 yards, and his final throw was an interception. The Patriots opened up week one on the road against the Dolphins and are underdogs at plus three. The Red Sox stink after taking two from the Rays are going to be swept by the Twins. But in bigger and better news, a new trend is sweeping the MLB as fans in Toronto were thrown out for having intercourse in a game. 
This comes after the couple in Oakland where oral sex was performed on a gentleman. Let's hope the queen can keep this trend alive when he attends his next Red Sox game. The Celtics have lost Danilo Gallinari for two months after a meniscus tear in his knee while playing in the World Cup qualifying game with Italy. Since he will be <clears throat> out, the Celtics are apparently kicking the tires on one of the biggest losers of all time in the NBA has ever seen in one Carmelo Anthony. Whoa, no, whoa, you. whoa. Three, three Olympics. Three gold yeah, medals. Yeah, fuck that. He's never won anything in the NBA. He's a loser. And finally, a huge wrestling weekend where we see WWE Clash of the Castle and Drew McIntyre taking on Roman Reigns for the undisputed heavyweight title in the main event and on, on Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. And on Sunday, AEW's oh all-out main event with John Moxley taking on CM Punk for the AEW World Heavyweight title on Sunday night. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. I blame Baby Fupa for that. I, I don't know. I wasn't able to do the headlines today <laughs> and uh, snuck in that shit. Uh, but here's what I would like to talk about: uh, Gallo out, Mellow in. Yuck, 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 yuck. Mellow's been flirting. The Celtics and Mellow have been flirting together for years and years. Brad and years. Stevens wanted him, but uh, Danny Ainge did not. Good call, Danny. Um, I think Mellow has come out. Either I think he came out this year and said the Celtics were a team that he'd be interested in playing. He's Who has fucking, he played for? It's the bingo he's just card. He's dying to... <laughs> for that ring. <laughs> just dying for the ring. But you know, if he comes here, we ain't getting one. So no don't let him, shit. Don't he's let him the come biggest here. mush in professional sports. Biggest mush in professional sports. Okay, let's do a little bit of a, a Gallo injury talk here. I'll, I'll read some reports. Uh, Celtics forward suffered a torn meniscus in his left knee. Um, that was Saturday in the Feeble World Cup qualifier. He's expected to miss two months, should return to action by November. Uh, Chris Forsberg from NBC Sports said this about Gallinari missing time. Austin will likely lean heavier on small ball lineups using Grant Williams as an undersized center. Maybe Jack, shuffling... Jack, Jack read that and had a huge boner. He's like, yeah, he yeah, yeah, Grant Williams. Wait till you see what he can do. Uh, maybe even shuffling Jason Tatum to that spot at times when the team can otherwise add size and versatility to the floor. The addition of Brogdon could allow coach Udoka to get creative deploying lineups with versatility, even on a short, even if short, pure on size. If Gallinari misses time early in the season, it would open up a pathway for second year forward Sam Hauser. There's your great white hope, Ray. No. Uh, Sam Hauser to see time after signing with a parent roster this summer. You know, he shot, he shot like, 43 percent or something from at every level of basketball he's ever played from three except for his short stint in the nba which i was gonna say was was his nba well by the time he started getting regular minutes he was up around like 42 percent. the dude's a sniper he's an absolute sniper he's 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 no peach baskets okay thank you because that was the best best shooter in the draft no aaron aaron peach Smith, the best shooter in the draft um but I don't know. He's six seven. He can offer some perimeter shooting, and Gallinari's absence says Forsberg. What's his he needs defense? To, he needs to prove he can consistently defend at the NBA level and offer something more than just shooting on the offensive side. Easier said than done. Um, yeah, it was the Billy Bomb that uh, Billy Bomb brought us the Carmelo to the Celtics news Pissed today. Me right off. I was, the, I was having a good day, and then that fucker put that out there in the text chain. <laughs> Uh, B Rob, I think, was the actual first person to report it. No, uh, no. other than Billy Bomb, I mean, thank you. 
Uh, he says Carmelo Anthony has considered a potential signee as a, for the Boston Celtics in recent days following Gallinari's suffered torn meniscus in his left knee on Saturday. I'm told Knicks are still believed to have interest in the former Laker Thunder Blaze Rock. <laughs> Just name all the teams. Everything uh, in the Eastern Knicks. Western Conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What an absolute loser. Carmelo Anthony is can't do it. No. And what will he sign for? Veterans minimums? I thought, Hold I thought, on. uh, Wick was all set with the signings because we were so far over the luxury tax. I think he is. Maybe so. that's what's holding him back. <laughs> um, all right, we're both a no on Mello. Your your thoughts on the Gallinari injury? I think we're so far, like our depth is so good this year that I'm not really worried about it. It's November. Usually the NBA season really doesn't start till after Christmas. So if he's coming back in November, I wouldn't rush him back. Bring him back mid-December, end of December. That's fine by me. The, the depth on this team is huge, which is going to bring us deep playoff run once again. But don't rush any of these guys back. That's why we have a deep bench. Just take your time with these guys. See what happens. I mean, we're going to get hurt. It's going to happen throughout the whole season. So we can't just rush it. We we have a nice bench. Just work with what we got. Yeah, I don't know how deep it is. I mean, there's guys there, but you got uh, Brogdon, White, Pritchard. They're all guards. <laughs> Beyond that, you got Grant Williams. You know, you, your your wing depth is pretty limited, and your big man depth past Horford and uh, Rob Williams, they've brought in every uh, failed late lottery draft pick to try and fill that role. So, but I don't think it's going to hurt him. I, I agree with you that um, if if he has to miss time up into Christmas, even I think yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. So, as a thirty four year old who's already blown out an ACL, now blew an MCL. I'm cool if he plays half the season. If he can come in and drop 14 in 12 minutes, you know, on any given yeah. night, that's exactly what you need him for. But their their depth at um, wing and and low post is they they need to figure that out. They need to find that third center because Horford can't go play 30 minutes every night this year. Rob Williams can't play 30 minutes every night every year. So um, they need they need to. Which do I'd that. rather. So if they are going to go out and sign someone. I don't think it's Carmelo. I think you got to get someone that's a big body, a power forward slash center that can actually blow those guys instead of, you know, a wing. Yeah, player. they're searching for shooting there. But I, I would give Sam Hauser the nod to try and figure it out over fucking Carmelo Anthony. And then hopefully one of these failed 14th round picks can give you some minutes at the uh, center position, power forward position. And hopefully Jack's guy, Grant Williams, excels into the Draymond Green that he thinks Just he ask is. Him. Just ask Jack. He'll tell you. No, no, he will. He'll tell you right to your fucking face. Quick break. We'll be back to talk about the Red Sox. Oh, Oh, yeah. We're powering through this, baby. Uh Uh-huh. This is going to be the quickest show known to man. You're right there, honey. Hold it, Ingrid. (laughs) Hold it in. The Red Sox uh, embarrassing finish to the season and their offseason requirements is just fucking gross. We've been railing on these guys basically all season, rightfully so. Everybody has. Bloom fucking sucks. Hashtag fire Bloom. Uh, but he's coming back. He's coming back, says Sam Kennedy, and so is Alex Cora. Who cares? It, look, they're 62 and 68. They're absolutely awful. Uh, it's they'll, be, be, yeah, they'll be 62 and 69. Nice after tonight. Nice. Uh, and then by Friday, 62 and 70. Mm-hmm. Not so nice, but at least we got the 69 in there. Um, they're jettisoning off players. 
they're you know sending guys to the minors, trading them off. Their lineup they had freaking Doctor Mendoza himself, Dahlbach playing shortstop the other night, which is it's just embarrassing. It's just fucking embarrassing to watch. Um, this is the Boston Red Sox, and you're throwing out that scrub of a lineup. It's 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 unacceptable. It's fireable. They Heimbloom has no plan, no execution of a fake plan, no direction, no guidance. I'll give you Tomas. Next year, they have four guys under contract. Next year, there's it's just like good, good. You can't rebuild an entire team and hope to be successful in one season. In <laughs> one off, find out. We're going to find out. We'll go look at Adrian Gonzalez and Carl Crawford. Go look at that year. Go look at all the times that it's happened. Hanley Ramirez and Pablo Sandoval. It doesn't hey, work. We're going to we're gonna go after Aaron Judge and figure it all out. Okay? Aaron Judge. They just quit on him, and they, the team quit on him, and they, and they should have. Um, I'm glad that they brought Cora back, not because I think he's any, you know, he has done anything. I, I, I just don't think he deserved to lose his job. Based on what his management did to him and gave him, I don't think he deserved to lose his job. It would have been such a scapegoat move. I don't think they could have got away with firing him. So oh, they the had media to would have, the backlash they would have had on that with the media had to bring him back. All right, this is from uh, John Tomasi. I'll just read you what he had here in terms of next season. As of st- things stand now, only four offensive starters remain under contract for next season: Trevor Story, Raphael Devers, Alex Verdugo, and old Reese McJerky. Reese McGuire, ah, the jerk off queen. <laughs> the pitching staff is equally ill defined. The only guaranteed starters is Chris Sale. He writes <laughs> gulp. <laughs> He's never fucking pitching again. Nick Pavetta, my guy who has just gone completely in the toilet, and Brian Bayo, uh, the rookie that came up and got his face ripped off all year this year. The only surefire relievers are Matt Barnes, again, wolf, and John Schreiber, who uh, has turned back into a pumpkin with Tanner Huck and Garrett Whitlock factoring in one unit or the other starter or reliever. Um, Cutter Crawford will probably have a place too. You, John Schreiber, Matt Barnes, Cutter Crawford are all middle-of-the-pack middle of the pack pitchers. Brian Bayo is may never be a good pitcher, and Nick Pavetta is your is a number four, number three starter at best on any team, and Chris Sale can't stay healthy ever. Wasn't Brian Bayo like the number three prospect that we had on our uh, farm system? So once again, let's build up this farm system that amounts to nothing because these guys aren't surefire things. So why are we bringing, why are we banging on this farm system, building it up so we can have this number one farm system in the league when half these guys that come up and they can't fucking do shit in the MLB. Let's go after these pure starters that we know that can do shit in the MLB and spend like we used to and fucking buy our fucking championships like we used to back in the day. This team is going to stink for years to come because John Henry wants to save money because he has too many fucking things going on with Liverpool and the Penguins and an expansion NBA team in Las Vegas. Fuck this guy. Fuck this team. The only way we fucking make a statement is people stop showing up to games because that's how he's making his money right now. Yep, very well said. Nothing to add to that. But the the farm system point is a great point. Like This is why, I mean, you have no direction under Heim no. Bloom. Like no, his not. idea was to build the farm system up, and on paper you got it from bottom of the league to middle of the league, not even top, middle no. of the league, the rank nineteenth yeah. or something. And your best prospect that you've let come up to the majors have 
fucking suck, Jaron Duran, who's like 27, by the way. He's not hey, a prospect. Hey, hey. Whoa, he's whoa, a whoa, failed whoa, minor whoa. leaguer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't talk bad about you. Don't talk. He's going to get his feelings hurt. Hurts his feelings. Oh, my feelings. Hurts his feelings. What a shitty article. What what was that from? Can you look that up? Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, God, this kid. Read a book. Think think about where you're playing and what you're doing. The the mouth on this kid sounds like a goddamn pussy. You can't get away with that. Most places, never mind Boston, never come back again. They should have traded this kid uh, months ago. MassLive.com. MassLive.com. Oh, yeah, there's um, a bunch, bunch of people that have it. But it says, Brian, Jaron Durant opens up about mental toll of struggling in majors. I've been pretty low. A lot of fans want me out of here. <laughs> no shit. See you, dude. Yeah, and then... um trying to defend when he let the ball go over his head and, and didn't chase after it and then getting into it with the Kansas City guys. Not my fault. Not, not my fault. fault. Anybody starts not my... What a fucking jerk pussy. off this kid is. No, pussy is the word you're looking for. Or Sorry. No. Bitch. <laughs> what a bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Tomasi goes on to say, um, that means the Red Sox will enter the offseason potentially in the market for a first baseman, a middle infielder, shortstop or second baseman because uh, your boy... Xander's gone. Story there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Xander's gone. Xander's right, gone. So story's either gonna move to short or stay at second. So Probably move to short. So they got to go get a second baseman. So it won't look as bad. They'll also need two outfielders and a DH. <laughs> They'll need at least two starters, no matter what they do with Hook and Whitlock, and potentially as many as five cinco for you Espanols out there. Five relievers. Do you think? Uh, real quick, do you think John Henry just can he forfeit a whole season because he doesn't want to spend that kind of money? Like I'm uh, no, I've been saying I'm with good. you guys and with Bill that I I I believed that because of the lack of success and complete utter failure um, for coming in last place for the sixth time under John Henry when the Orioles are in your division and the third year of Bloom's management. Usually when the Red Sox do this and they change hands by this time, they're winning a World Series. Right. Now they've gone backwards. So I was. I'm under the impression, maybe still, maybe it's too much for him to do, but I thought that they'd spend big. They'd sign Devers. They'd sign um, Bogarts. No. They'd go get a, a bona fide stud pitcher somewhere, their starter or reliever, fill the hole, spend the money, and, and bring out a, a, a actual product. But the way Tomasi puts it, you need a first baseman, middle, two middle, a middle infielder, two outfielders in DH, plus two starters, plus five relievers. You have to basically go get a big team, your entire team. And he says, uh, quite frankly, that's insane. He uses the word insane. No one wants to build an entire roster in one winner, even a team like the Red Sox that projects to have $140 million to spend. Uh, under the $233 million tax threshold, that's an exercise in futility because the odds of hitting on that many players are low. Well, um, especially with Heim Bloom as your GM, <laughs> you ain't hitting on any of those players. Great point. To be looking up at the American League East at this point uh, of the year is painful and frustrating. This is... Um, Sam Kennedy, president of, of the Red Sox. To be looking up at the American League East at this point of the year is painful and frustrating, he said. And frankly, we deserve the criticism we're getting. Uh, we've got to own that. It's on us. But we've been around here a long time, and we're prepared to turn things around quickly here as we head into 23. I, I like Sam Kennedy. He's not the on the baseball side of things, but he's been um, pushed into the forefront this year and, and last year because of how bad Bloom has done and being the only uh, – uh, name of note in the Red Sox organization that's been there more than a couple of years. And I believe in the things that he says, which this quote leads me to believe that, yeah, they're going to go spend a lot of fucking money. They're going to spend a lot of money next year, whether it works or not. 
Probably not, to your point, because Bloom doesn't know how to do it. He stinks. I mean, Garrett Richardson's number one on that list. And, get well, a jacket, guy. Yeah, get a jacket. Let's, uh, this guy is going to be great coming off of Tommy John. Watch what he can do. No. Nope. <laughs> Red Sox stink. Uh, quick afternoon delight. We'll be right back. Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Wow, we are flying. Serena Williams, retirement slash evolution. She's not retiring. She's more evolving. How old is Serena? 34, 35. Keep talking. I'll look. Um, I'll just give you some. I have a little bit of shitting to do on Serena Williams. Not her, but more so the U.S. Open and what oh, they did. Sure, way off. She 40? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that actually after I said it. Gallinari's 34. That's what I was looking at. Two different people. Very. Very. Not in the eyes of some people, though. Man, no, woman, no, 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 no. Doesn't no, no. matter. Some, some Italian, people, black. Nope. Some people may say that it's the same. What did you say you would like to identify as? Skinny. Gotcha. <laughs> Serena Williams' legacy is massive on and off the uh, tennis court. We'll stick with on because, uh, you know, we don't do the off very well. Uh, yeah, because off, off Bill wanted to have relations with this woman. That's his is that right? One. Yeah, Bill is very high on Serena Williams. He wants to have really big relations. Like, I think that's, that's a number one celebrity me. crush, I believe. Interesting. I think he even watches tennis like when she's on because he gets a raging Billy Boner. When she's is on. this is this like a uh, Nardone Warhammer situation where he just wants to get, get <laughs> taken think, to the woodshed? I think so. Just let those fucking quads just strangle him. It's like a python right yeah. around the uh-huh. cheekbones. Uh-huh. Fucking kill me, Serena. Kill me right now. <laughs> Chuck me on street. Chuck me out, please. <laughs> get die in your birdbath and be a happy man. Serena Williams is famous for revolutionizing women's <laughs> tennis with her powerful style of play and for and winning Grand Slam singles, 23 of them than any other woman uh, during the Open era. Uh, since returning in 2011, uh, Serena made at least one Grand Slam final in nine consecutive years and won at least one Grand Slam title in six consecutive years. In two of those years, 2012-2013, she won two Grand Slam titles, while 2015 she won three Grand Slam titles. Williams extended her record as the oldest woman to hold the number one ranking, a milestone she reached at 31. She topped $67 million in prize money. This was like Jesus, four or five years ago, too. Um, the most any woman has earned in the history of sports. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, there. I read another article that people, um, not now, this was like four years ago at her height, were giving her the, she doesn't have any competition shit. So I just think she was that much better. Her her serve when she came out, you know, well over 100 miles an hour, which is not regular for women's like, you know, then now you're talking, you're you're competing in the men's. Yeah, she should have. That's what she really could have done. Revolution. Look what her father did. Her father pretty much bred her to be a fucking champion. Yeah, I never watched that movie because I don't like Will Smith. I don't a serious actor. He's not a a fan of that. No, just give me uh, Jazzy Jeff and. Fresh pens, Will. 
West Philadelphia, born and raised. Here's about here's the problem I had when the U.S. Open. Her first match was on, um, I guess it was Monday, maybe whatever it was. Where I watched a little bit of it. It was, it was on. Monday. Yeah, she she did very well. She won, and then they uh, Pam Oliver brought her breasticles out on on the uh, court for everyone to see, and was just waxing poetic about Serena Williams. Just like would not give her a break in terms of embarrassing her with with compliments. And then they brought her out, and basically it was a ceremony for her um, career, yeah. uh, as she mentioned that she was probably not definitely, but probably this was it. And I just like you got a ma- you got a match on Wednesday, like it it wasn't as meaningful for me. Like you're gonna play on Wednesday. Like you either want her to do this on her ch- if she wins the championship or she gets eliminated. Yeah, and my wife was like, "Well, they didn't want to bring her out here. What if she loses? She'd be all upset. That's perfect. This Good. is the, that's the that's moment. What, that's why I want to see. This that's is the want. moment. <laughs> it's it's over. Mm-hmm. We're never gonna see you again. Now you're oh. going out and you lost, and that's what it is. It's professional sports. Get over it. But Let's see it in the heat of the moment. This just so, felt fake and ah. So this is why Bill took tonight off. Serena Williams, Billy Boner. Last time he gets to see Serena Williams in those tight fucking tennis shorts. He would have been. Now. <laughs> yeah, he would have been all. He would have all ramped up, and then when she lost, he would have been you know very upset. He would have. <laughs> Simplest minds of the week right after this. <laughs> Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. <laughs> Sorry. We need to rapid fire this more often. We're cruising. Um, <laughs> I didn't have much for this. We had the Blue Jays Ooh, st- uh, as a part of a, a movement in the MLB. First, Those we are had fans. The... Those are, that's a hero again. That's a yeah, hero. The, the fans in, in the Blue Jays. First, we had the... Uh, the A's fans oral sex in each other. This is confirmed sex because I saw the video and they had to blur out the woman's butt cheeks because she was straddling gentlemen. Oh, she was definitely getting she was getting in there. Um, yeah, ju- what what brazen behavior. But if this starts a movement and we get this everywhere for it, for it. Yeah, for they it. can't. It's like holding, you know, they can't arrest. It, it happens, everyone yeah, it just happens does all it. the time. If it happens all the time, you can't arrest. Everyone. It's a natural. It's a natural occurrence. Mm-hmm. And the other simplest mind of the week I had was Jaron Duran, but we covered that in the uh, in the Red soft, Sox section. Soft, soft bitch, bitch. Uh, uh, you had a candidate there, Raymond. Uh, yes, uh, this this candidate is. Uh, it happened over the Monday evening. Uh, his name is Temper Tantrum Taco. Come on, Jesus! What a fucking bitch this kid is. So we are in a dynasty league where you get to keep three players, and he Nobody did. Cares. Okay. Fine. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, uh, Friday Rewind, September 2nd. Um, bye-bye. Happy birthday, Lena, and happy birthday, Fupa. Uh, birth, Fupa. Birth. Happy birthday. Birth. Happy no, birth. birth. Just birth. It's the day of your birth. Yeah, but just, how dare you just say birth? Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Renee. Somebody ah, after this is done. Yeah, I I need thirty seconds, Ingrid. <laughs> bye bye. Hold, hold on, hold on. There you go, right? Good night. See ya. Bye bye. Hey, have fun tonight. Thanks.
come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Thank you, Irene. Raymond? Richard. How are you? Very well yourself. Doing great. Great. Uh, soon to be having uh, Fupa McPhee soon, I think. Uh, Fupa's on the way, I think. Yeah, I think we're full blown uh, right at the right at the cups of this. Ooh, right uh, at the go, cups. That's whew. going down. Well, not in the cups on that. Like on the cups of the on the front end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. There, there's a good chance it's tonight. Or more, like, more likely or Friday. Or Friday. Yeah, or it could be Friday. If it was like the first one, it'll be Sunday. So, uh, you know, let's know. let's do a show. Yeah, absolutely. Have a beer. Yeah, pour her, yeah, she pour herself a glass of wine. She's watching Serena Williams, about to get her ass kicked right now. So Ooh. all is good. All is good in the world with my lovely wife and uh, my soon-to-be fupa. I have a fupa. Yes, you do. And you. I've seen it. Yes. And, it and it creates a shadow uh, over your, over <laughs> over your pubis. <laughs> Hence the dark side of the fupa. Hence why we call you dark side of the fupa. Sometimes we have to rehash these uh, inside jokes Nicknames. and the stories mm-hmm. behind them um, because, you know, we're getting listeners every day. With that being said, let's go ahead and start the show. The Simple Minds Sports Show with myself. I, uh, I don't oh, have a good... Hold on. Sorry, sorry. Hey, Bill. Oh, Bill? No, Bill. No, Bill. I don't have a good nickname because you guys aren't creative or you don't care enough about me. Um, uh, so... Bitch. Bitch is a great fucking nickname. Okay, fine. PC Principal, PC Principal Rich. That's a good one. Okay, that one works too. Um, I think one of our Renee League patrons uh, dubbed me the Commish at one point in time, which I liked. However, then then it's going away soon. No one cares about fantasy football. No one cares, but that's a sad day. I uh, I unleashed a um a a very epic um, retirement slash evolution speech on on our fantasy football league in basically in the words of one richard nixon so that's that welcome to the simple mind sports show i am not a crook welcome to the simple mind sports show where we talk all things new england sports latest in the group 